Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. As we were praying and asking God what's next, the Lord gave us a word, simple word, and gave us the word miracles. And I began to ask God why. What is it, this thing about miracles that, that you want to teach us? Why now? What is the point? So I beg of you that this might just be the most important series yet that we've ever preached in the Gap Church. I don't know who you're texting. You need to stop texting. I don't know what you're doing with your time, but I beg of you that in the next five weeks, you commit your ears and your attention because I know that I know from what that I've been hearing from God that many of you, you will see a side of God you've never seen before. And I need you to be prepared. You've been coming to church all this time. But do you really believe in God? Do you really believe? Has church become your hangout spot? Do you really believe has your belief simply been limited to bless me, O oh Lord? Because let me tell you something right off the bat. A blessing is not a miracle. We as believers have access to the blessings of God, but they are not miracles. Even by the way we share testimonies, I know that we're not experiencing miracles. Oh, my, my tire got flat on the side of the road. And somebody came and helped me change the tire. And that's what you came to give testimony about? Do you not know that you're the child of God? God is obligated to take care of you, to protect you. That is normal standard level of benefits that come with being a Christian. Protection, guidance, care. That's not even blessing level yet. Oh, praise the Lord, I got my tax refund back. Now I can take care of my, pay off my debit card. I will pay off my credit card. That one is just, God took care of, I mean, you live in America, you're supposed to get a tax return. That's because many of us, we have misinterpreted blessing to be miracle and the normal thing to be blessing. And I want to ask you right now that what are the things that you really testify about? What is standard for the children of God is often what we use as prayer points. Father, Lord, I'm 25 now. It's time for me to get married. Listen, it's good to pray. But that will not be miracle. That's a standard. What we are stepping in into the Gap Church is bigger than you. It's bigger than your daily problems. It's not about, Lord, meet my needs. This one is not even, God, meet my desires. A miracle is when God sets aside the order of things to impose his sovereignty on a situation. Sets aside the order. 
doesn't maintain your level. It doesn't sustain you. It sets aside the order of your life to do something. A miracle is the immaculate conception. How does a virgin, Matthew chapter 1, get pregnant? How? That one is not a blessing. That is a miracle. Bible says in Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, she was found to be pregnant by who? Holy Spirit. Miracle is when God takes care of what man cannot do. That is not of God. How can man tell Holy Spirit, make my wife pregnant? Impossible. It's God that decides, I don't need this man. Let me do this thing. A miracle does not require man to be connected to it at all. We will know that we know that we know that it was God. A miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention. As I was praying, the Lord told me, he said, a miracle occurs as a result of a dire need to a situation when all human efforts and abilities have been exhausted. Mata rebo soto riba. Reba, sound familiar to your situation? Do you see now that many of us don't know what miracle is? Miracle does not come by fasting and prayer. Miracle is God's decision that, hmm, 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 hmm. this girl, this girl, this guy, this guy, they've been going through too long. Mata reba santa rabo. You cannot serve for a miracle. You cannot tithe for a miracle. You cannot sow for a miracle. It's God's decision. You cannot believe in miracles without God. Many situations in the Bible we see that oftentimes in exchange for a miracle, salvation was given. So you cannot think that the level that you are will be good enough for the miracle that God wants to bestow upon your life. First Samuel chapter 1 and verse 2, the story of Hannah. Hannah, she was bitter for a long time. Every year, Shiloh, Shiloh. Penina, she's having babies. I'm not having. God, remember me. Remember me. And every year she would be bitter. Then finally one year, she was like, you know what, God? Oh, God, this is it. Father, Father, I'll give this child to you. That's when it happened. But you know the strange thing? That was still a blessing. Because God was looking for Hannah's focus in order to get her attention. He doesn't want to bless you when you're bitter. He wants to bless you when you realize, I am the only thing. Now, I use that situation for us to even think that even as significant of that blessing was, it was still not a miracle. There's still more. Tell your neighbor there's still more. 
There are two types of miracle I want to lay a foundation. Two types I want us to take note of. The first type of miracle is a perfected miracle that requires process. A perfected miracle. Tell your neighbor a perfected miracle. Power night happened. We encountered God. They released prophecy upon your life. And you too, you carry prophecy, you walk away. Praise God, God has done it. But the Bible tells us that prophecy do fail. You see, sometimes God will give you the introduction to the miraculous. Then he says, okay, let me see if this child of mine can step into a level of alignment and obedience to be my ambassador. And so many of us, that's where we drop the miracle. At the point of the prophecy, praise God, and then we return back to our life. Do you not know that God expects more after that? You received your encounter. He sowed the seed of encounter in you. What are you supposed to do? You come back to him. Okay, God, now that I've given the encounter, what do you want? That's when you begin to experience the miracle. Then there's something called instant miracle. Number two, where God simply does it for his glory. Mary and Martha were crying. Our brother Lazarus is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Jesus said, relax. He's not dead. The tomb was stinking because he's been dead three days. He stepped into that womb. He said, Lazarus, rise up and walk. That's instant miracle. To do what? Demonstrate his glory. But I want us to go to Mark chapter 5. Because of our time, we won't read too many scriptures. Book of Mark chapter 5. <laughs> There's two interesting miracles there. Bible says that as Jesus and his disciples were walking, there was a crowd that surrounded them. And Jairus said, Jesus, my daughter is dead. Dead? No problem. I'm coming. Now, Jairus was not an ordinary type of person. He was a synagogue leader. leader. And his 12-year-old daughter suddenly died. So he's like, okay, I got to prioritize this. But on his way, the crowd began to grow. And he's feeling pressing. Mm -mm. Something just left me. Disciples are like, what do you mean? There's so many people around here. He said, you don't understand. Virtue just left me. We hear this woman all the time. Abigail prayed about her this morning. Woman with the issue of blood. I want to tell you that that woman was not an instant miracle. It was a processed miracle. Twelve years. She's used all her money, dumped her life savings. The doctors have tried everything they know how. Every medicine, every treatment, every protocol. She's a nonentity now. Broke, broken, and sick. With no one to help. She didn't even know much about Jesus. Had no name. But what did she do? She reached how does somebody on the way capture 
Her process miracle. I don't think we're understanding it. Many of you, you've been praying and wondering, when is it going to be my season? All this woman did, she heard a rumor. That was not his destination. She received journey blessing. On the road blessing. And I don't know about one or two people in here. You've been praying and you've been wondering, when is it my time? I speak upon your life that in this quarter, you will experience a journey blessing, a along the side blessing, a parked in the corner blessing, one that you did not merit, one that you did not work for. When you stretch your hand out, it will be met with miracle. No more empty handed stretching, no more empty handed anticipation. That wasn't even the assignment for Jesus that day. But she stretched out. Process blessing. I'm broke. Nobody loves me anymore. I have no more relationship. This thing I'm going through has made me destitute. I've become an nonentity. Nobody loves me anymore. I don't have friends because of this issue. But that didn't stop her from stretching out. Not did not stop her. She stretched. She stretched and dignified. She didn't worry about the crowd. I don't know. This was not in my notes, but I know this is for somebody. She didn't care about who was around. She didn't care about what she'd been through. She said, is that Jesus coming through? Is that the king of glory? Is that the one they call healer? Is that my Bobby Gilead? I think I see my solution. I think I see my chance. She stretched out. 12 years of process, sick and broke. And that was her day of destiny. That was her day of destiny. And you're still wondering, uh, still checking yourself, still doubting that am I supposed to stretch out? Why are you still keeping your hand in your pocket? don't need another prescription you don't need another prayer point you need to stretch out he was walking on his way finally made it to Jairus's house this same Mark chapter 5 and when he got there all of them in there they were like she's dead she's gone they started laughing at him he's like she's not dead they were like you don't know she's gone Jesus sent them out. And he told that girl, he said, you better get up. She did. Now here's the thing. He had to send some people out for the miracle to occur. He didn't need an audience for his glory to descend. And this is for somebody who needs a closet miracle. Who doesn't need an audience to have a miracle? Oh, no, 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 no. This is for somebody who needs a miracle in their war room. Who needs a miracle in their bedroom. I don't need an audience for what I'm going through. Clear the room, Jesus. Clear the room and give me my miracle. I don't want any followers. I don't need any likes. I don't need any comments. I need Jesus in my miracle. 
no audience, no spectators, just belief. So many of you who think you need this place for your miracle, who don't know you need to stop depending on the prayers in this house and get to your closet. He said, get out of here. Don't make a mockery of me. Get up, girl. Get up, girl. Get up, boy. That's what somebody today, get up. Stop sleeping. Get up. The king of glory has come into this place. Mark chapter 6, same journey. Jesus goes into his hometown. He says, all right, I'm ready to do more miracles. You know what the Bible says in Mark chapter 6? He said the people were too familiar with him. Oh, ain't this Jesus the carpenter? Isn't that, isn't that the same Jesus? One of the gospels says that Jesus' own brother said, maybe you should just go to the next town. Bible says because of that, he was not able to do many miracles. Because of the people's unbelief. Come here to convict one or two people who have been familiarizing themselves with the place that miracles can happen. You've been too familiar with Jesus. You've known him since Sunday school. You've been too familiar with the scriptures. John 3, 16 don't look too significant anymore. Nothing you think that God still can't work. This same miracle working God is still working. He's still raising the dead. <laughs> He's still stripping us away from generational curses. This God is still doing unbelievable things. He's clothing the naked. He is not what you think is bigger. He's bigger than your thoughts. Jesus. He had to. Somebody with a blank check was giving out dollars because of their unbelief. He had a blank check. And all they wanted from him was a dollar because of familiarity. And I don't know how many people in here have been okay with just good enough when the one that created you is as able to do above all that you can think and ask for is in this room right here I feel glory behind me right now because one or two people came here to make up their mind that in the name of Jesus I'm not going to be familiar I don't want to just live with the version of Jesus my parents taught me I need glory. I want oil. I need a solution, Jesus. I'm off the script now. Because somebody came for their deliverance. Curse-breaking Jesus. Miracle-working Jesus. Cancer-healing Jesus. Fibro-shrinking Jesus. They told us that they were the generation. They grew up on computers. We're used to having everything under our tips. Do you know what that means? We just become a complacent generation. But God said, oh, I need you to come and wake these people up. Because 
they're not asking me for what I really can do. And I don't know how many people are in here. Who needs a stretch in their mind? I pray for you. The thing you cannot even ask to think. The God of all flesh will shock you. Some of you, all you need is to be shocked by God. I pray over your life. You shall be shocked by God. In this season, only Sheyanu shall shock you. No more looking for alternative powers. No more looking for astrology. No more Googling the things that God has the answer for. Miracles beyond mentorship. Miracles beyond a business coach. What your parents can give you. The miracle working God is here in this place. Reba Baba Yarabu. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's time to stretch. It's time to stretch your capacity. It's time to stretch your mindset. Because the miracle working God says your mind's too small. You think too small of me. Am I not king of glory? Am I not the Red Sea potter? The second generation of the children of Israel. They didn't understand the Red, the, part, the Red Sea parting God. So God had to come and split the Jordan. I pray for this church. God, even if you have to split some Jordans up, for us to be reminded that you're still the God that does wonders. I decree upon this place the faith to back up what God wants to do. The ability and the capacity to stretch, stretch, stretch in the name of Jesus. No more holding back. No more restricting God. You think too small. You think too small. He's got new oil and you think too small. You think too small. Is that it? You're just going to get the first thing that comes to you like God is not still God. Out here, accepting Ishmael's when God's got an Isaac. He's still doing wonders. He's still doing wonders. He's still doing wonders. He's going to keep doing wonders. He's still doing wonders. He's still doing wonders. Oh, glory. Some of you this week, you need to go back to your prayer closet. And you need to ask God, what is it that you're actually doing? Some of you, you've been praying prayer points amiss. Asking for the wrong things in the wrong season. And God said, I heard it clearly this week. He said, my people need to get into alignment again. They're asking the wrong things. I can't do a miracle when they don't even get the season they're in. You've been asking God for the wrong things for too long. You need to ask God, what is it that you're doing in this season? 
Teach me, oh God. Instruct me, oh God. I don't want to miss this time. I need to hear from you directly. Your solution to your problem is not the answer to your prayer. Your solution to your problem is God's purpose and his promise. I don't think you got that. Your solution to your problem is not your answered prayer. Your solution to your problem is God's purpose. That's his solution. Less of me, more of you, daddy. It's not about me anymore. No more bless me, bless me. No more bless me, bless me. Jerry's daughter couldn't even preach. She couldn't even pray. She couldn't say anything to Jesus. But yet he knew what she needed in that moment. And that's for some of you right now. Get into alignment. No audience. No spectators. No more trying to look cute to get this thing done. No more trying to look for someone to co-sign what God wants to do in your life. You see, God wants the glory. He doesn't want any man to take the glory. So stop looking for man to be your co-signer. Let God get the glory alone. Alone his glory. On your feet. Can't even go further. Remama Santarabo. Remama Yarabo. Remama Satarabo. There are altars of fire in this place already. Rema Sheteribo. Need you to begin to pray and intercede for yourself. Oh, yeah. That the wonders you actually need to do in this season. <laughs> As for me and my house, we shall be the partakers of such wonders. Begin to pray. You see, he's going to do the wonders, but is it going to be a wonder for you? I need you to start praying over your mother's issue, your daddy's problem. That the wonders you're going to do in this season, release it upon my family. We are not going to let left behind. I'm tired of watching other people testify. I'm tired of liking and reposting other people's blessings and their testimony. It's miracle time. It's time for my miracle. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The mantle of old is coming upon this church again. The mantle of old is coming upon this church again. We can't sweep this. God's going to do wonders in this church. Oh, yes. I got to be part of it. Lord, write my name next to the wonder. Write my name next to the miracle. They said in my family I can't get married on time. I'm talking about God filling up wombs that have no wounds. something as instructed by the Lord. If you're in this place right now and you strongly and firmly believe that this is actually for me, that it's time for me to see God do a miracle, I want you to step up in this place right here. Step up into the altars. Can I ask the leaders to come and meet me up here? Ah, you have to believe to be here. God is going to hold you accountable to your belief. I need the leaders to step up in here. 
Don't step here if you're not ready for a wonder. Let's begin to agree in prayer with every single person in this place. That in the name of Jesus, the miracle working God will meet you in this season. No more holding back. The miracle working God. The miracle working God. Rema sete riba. Rebo sete riba. There's some people in this room. You're going to go from no social security card to a passport. Rema sete riba bashatara. Now that's a miracle. Rema santarabo. If you're believing for healing, I need you to place your hands upon that place. This oil is here. Oh, yes. Rema Santarabo. Come on, pray. This is not a spectator sport. Rema Santarabo Sekerebo. Rema Santarabo. Retataraba. Retataraba. Leaders, I want you to begin to pray as you're led. Lay hands as you're led. The miracle working God is in this place. Rema Santarabo. What fasting cannot do? Rema Santarabo, Rema Santarabo, Rema Santarabo, Sekaraba Bayarabo, Reba Bayarabo, Rema Mabayarabo, Sekaribaba, Rema Mama Sandarabo, Reba Bayarabo, Reba Baba Santarabo, Rema Mayarabo, Sitariba. Yes. Rema Mayarabo. Onisheyanu is in this place. Miracle working God. Reba Bashantarabo. Jesus. Rema Sekeriba. Hear God saying. Hear God saying that He is stretching your expectation. He said, you think I've blessed you? Wait to see what it's like to live as a miracle receiving believer. Oh yeah, that was for somebody. It's a prayer that I want us to pray for ourselves right now. Whatever demonic stronghold is blocking my spiritual perspective, I can't even get on the journey. I don't even see Jesus anymore. I want you to pray for yourself that in the name of Jesus, take it away in the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself, you know who you are. Anything blocking my vision? Blocking my perspective. 
Take it away. Take it away. Rema Santarabo. Rema Santarabo. Rema Santarabo. Take it away. Deliver me, oh God. I need access to my miracle. All these obstacles deliver me. All these obstacles deliver me. Rema Santarabo. The obstacles of anxiety. The obstacles of overthinking. Rema Santarabo. Take it away. 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 All the covenants that have been sought upon my head that I have nothing to do with. Rema Santarabo. All those blood covenants that will not even allow me to rest and access my miracle. Rema Santarabo. Rema Santarabo. Rema Santarabo. Rema Santarabo. We separate you from that in the name of Jesus. I decree upon this place, I decree upon this place that upon the gap church. Oh, no, 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 I have to sell this. I remember I met someone who, back then, all she used to do was she used to take people to the crusades in the 70s then where they will come and do miracles. This is before Benny Hinn. And she said that the line, people will be lining up all day just to enter a crusade, a meeting like this. Can you imagine? And they said that when the place was filled up, she had brought somebody who was handicapped. And just from the sound of the ministration, she was outside the venue, the person received healing. I don't know about you, but I have faith enough to believe that's what's happening in this church. That even if this place is too tight for us, because you connected your faith online in person, the shadow of heaven will dismiss everything irritating you and bring forth your miracle in the name of Jesus. Because you're hungry, the Lord will satisfy your hunger. He will lay a buffet enough for you. You will eat and you'll be satisfied in the name of Jesus. See what is happening in here? We cannot even shift. Because miracles are already happening in this place. Somebody said, I cannot wait until conference. I cannot wait until the anniversary. I need it now. I want you to charge this up, place up in prayer. Speak in tongues. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.